Welcome everybody, I'm Sebastian Corvo. And I'm Pablo Hernandez. And this is Heat Wave, your go-to podcast for all things NBA coming out of South Florida. Now, let's get right into it. The Heat came off a disappointing end to the last season. With a bunch of injuries in the first round, Kyle Lowry and then Jimmy Butler in the Eastern Conference Finals, it wasn't easy to be a Heat fan. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, it was painful. It looked like we had it this year, but... Man, just... They, they really had our number at home, bro. They took away three games... Game one, five, and, and seven. The Celtics really had our number. But it's all good. We look like we're coming back. We're regrouped. We're ready to come back for the new year. We're looking good. Preseason. Had a decent record. Four and one. Looked pretty decent. Didn't see a lot of the starters, but a lot of our bench guys looked pretty good. It was it was pretty it, it was pretty informative. We saw Bam shooting a couple of threes in preseason. Would I relate to the 2022-2023 uh, season? I don't know because you never know with Bam. Bam can be very passive at times, but when he plays aggressive, he's one of the best centers in the league. Yeah, Bam's one of those X-Factors on the team. Where you look at the Celtics series, something that hurt us was Bam not being aggressive. And when he was aggressive, he got it done. We'll win games, but got to see if he can get into his bag a little bit, switch up his game, start, get, knock down that outside shot. And I want to see him more aggressive in the post, man. I feel like he's going too much for those mid-range jumpers. I, I agree. Like, you, lo you look at game three against the Celtics, he dropped a 30-bomb. He, he was attacking the paint. He was facilitating. He was rebounding. That's the BAM we need for the Miami Heat to be successful. We can't have the BAM from game one where he only dropped eight points. Like, he needs to be aggressive at all times. Yeah, BAM is one of those players. He puts his head down, takes it coast to coast. Nobody's going to stop him. I just need to see the aggressiveness out of him. I don't know what happened. There was a confidence or what, whatever it was, but it just wasn't there. Like, yeah. he it's just, he, it looked like he was just trying to be a point guard the entire game, not a center. No, I agree, bro. Just, is that as soon, I feel like as soon as he saw Robert Williams on the court, I feel like he got into inside of his head and thought, I can't, I can't score inside the paint on this guy. I had to rely on outside and passing, which is not true because we've seen Bam go against Joel Embiid. We've seen Bam go against jo uh, Jokic. Like, he can do those type of things. He's just way too, how would you say, he goes into his head too much. Yeah, man. It just looks at times where he just gets the ball and then he turns around. He's not even looking towards the basket. I want to see that change this year. And I think it will. I think it will. I think uh, he's going to come back defensively. He's always one of the best in the league. He's going to look for that Defensive Player of the Year award. And I think we're going to see a hopefully new and improved band that's more aggressive and looking to score the ball. 100%, man. We need him. If we want to go to the finals this year, we need him at his best ability, all-star, career highs, and everything. We need him to be the BAM of 2020, the BAM from the bubble. If we can get that BAM, we'll be set for this year. Yeah, and now another player that all eyes are on, 100% now coming into the season, was on the trade block. Nobody knew what was going to happen with him. Tyler Hero gets a big extension. He's looking to be a starter in this league. He wants to be an all-star. Four-year, 120 million extension. He got paid. He got what he wanted with his six man of the year uh, campaign. Now, is Hero going to be a player that plays better now that he got paid, or is he going to be like Julius Randle, where it was a contract year and he got paid and his game drastically goes down? It's all up to Hero. I've been seeing clips. He's been looking good. He looked good in preseason, but regular season is a, diff a completely different animal. I have a, I have high hopes for. For Tyler Hero, I hold him in high regards. I think he really came out last year and proved that what he could be winning the Sixth Man of the Year award, despite all the negative things that people were saying about him. And this year, he's looking to prove people wrong once again. He wants to be that that go-to starter for the Heat. I, he's going to be starting this year for sure. There's no way they don't start him after giving him that contract. And yeah. to see if he can make that big push 
to go above the 20 points per game mark, get around that 25 points per game. If he could be that score, improve his defense a little bit, I think we really have a young star. If my hopes for him, I want him to be an all-star. He, he averaged 24 and 5 last season. I feel like he can, he can get that up to 24, 7, and 6 around there. All-star is a big jump. All-star is a think, big jump. I think he can be an all-star. He just came off being a six-man averaging 20. He was playing starter numbers. They're He's the second option on offense. It's Jimmy Butler than Hero. He just, and his three-point shooting, probably the best three-point shooter outside of Duncan Robinson on the team. We just need him to step up on defense a little bit more because sometimes on defense, he can be questionable. And a little bit less injury prone because last season he was a little injury prone in the in the playoffs against the Sixers and the Celtics he wasn't there for us yeah let's just hope he's healthy he stays healthy gets his conditioning right with the Miami Heat that's never a problem to be honest you know Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra get their guys right um Heroes looks good man he's exciting he's an exciting player man I'm, I'm you say all-star I hope so I hope so I want to see I want to see him in the all-star game I want to see him make that jump he he still he still stays strong with his comment. He says I'm I'm in the conversation with Trey Young, Luka Doncic. Oh, he is, 100%. and I believe him. I want to see him, and I I think he could get there. I think he could be the best player on the team, and be here for a long time. I think we have a good future with Tyler Hero. Even if he doesn't get All Star, he still most likely if he doesn't start, will get Six Man of the Year because I don't see another Six Man doing what he does. He pl- he does come off the bench, but he does starter. He produ- he produces like a starter. He produces like an All Star. So the All Star jump. It, it could happen. It's not. It's not unrealistic. Yeah, he just and he has that confidence in big games. We don't see it in the playoffs as much, but we know he can do it. He can hit those big shots. He's not scared of shooting that shot. So there's a lot of high hopes for Tyler Hero this coming into the season. All right, Oladipo. Oladipo chose to stay with us in the Heat, even though he had Washington, others, other teams offering him way more money and a starter spot. But I think Oladipo wants to prove to everyone that he's still got it, that he's still an all-star caliber player. Because this is a contract year. He signed a one-year a one year contract. So we got to see how he performs. He's not injured no more. He's completely healthy. So I think he's going to be our, probably our second X-Factor outside of Ben. Man, I'm excited for Oladipo, man. He's getting his first full training camp, full offseason. Not, not injured, not recovering. I think he's going to look good, man. He looked good at the end. His defense was nice. He came up big, but... He's. I think he can go b- come back into form, look like that All Star that he was before, with the Pacers. And man, oh, I have high hopes for Oladipo. He's gonna get paid after the season, uh-huh, bro. He's gonna get paid for sure. If you, I remember Game Four of the Celtics, uh, Celtics series. I know we lost that game, but was it? The, I think it was Game Three that we lost, right? No. Game three or four. It was. Well, I know in one of those games he was our only shining light. Yeah, there was one point I think he had like 26. He, he, he started 26 points, four or five steals in one game. When he plays like that, boy, did he get unstoppable because he brings instant offense and instant defense. Yeah, man, he's just, he's a great, on defense, he's all over the ball. He had one of those games where he had like four steals. The guy is, a, the kid's a stud. He's a hard worker. He fits right into the heat culture that everybody talks about. And he... He looks promising, man. If he can get that offense back going to where he used to be, he could really be an X factor on this team. And in the Eastern Conference, where a lot of people don't are kind of sleeping on the Heat, they think we didn't upgrade. We kind of just kept the same team. When you look at teams like the Celtics, yeah, the Cavs, they all upgraded. We did lose PJ Tucker. That's a big blow for us. Losing 100%. PJ, 
Well, hopefully we can get Jay Crowder before the season starts on Wednesday because if Jay, Car- Jay Crowder is probably the best replacement we can get for P.J. Tucker because he brings the same toughness. He brings the same three-point shooting. He's a little bit taller. It was just a big blow losing P.J. Tucker, man. Yeah, getting Jay Crowder back on the roster would be amazing. We'll see if Pat Riley can work his magic on that. I mean, dude, the roster looks good. It doesn't look terrible. It's not the best it could be. I think... Yeah. I think Everybody else in the East did improve. Obviously, the Cavs got Donovan Mitchell. The Celtics got Brogdon. So everybody, they signed Blake Griffin. So they got big guys. I, I think the number one spot we're lacking is the center. I mean, besides Bam, who's not really a true center, he's six nine. One hundred percent. We have what Dwayne. Then we have Edmund. Dwayne. Demi we has have Deadman. We have Yurtsevin, but Yurtsevin is still young. He's still like twenty one years. And none old. of them are very. They're bench centers at most. They'll get it done for a couple minutes a game, but they're not that that X-factor guy at the center position. We definitely need a, a, a true center on our side because Bam, he's 6'9". He, he's probably best played at the power forward position, and that way he can get more open on shots. He can get a little bit more comfortable shooting the ball because when he's playing center, he has to worry about playing defending the big guy, and he has to worry about setting screens. And If he was a power forward, maybe he would start shooting a lot more than what he does now. Yeah, we'll see if he can spread the floor a little bit more. I mean, yeah, if we could, we can get Bam some help down there. It'd be amazing. We'll probably that'll probably be later on in the season. Probably looking the tr- trade deadline. hundred percent. Like, I know Pat Riley will definitely make a, a couple moves there to try to get us set up down low. I feel like that's what has been our like our missing factor every time we play in the playoffs. Like last season, if if we had someone aside of Bam to be able to guard Robert Williams or Al Horford, I feel like we win that series in six. Yeah. Let's get to someone I'm really excited about. Nikola Jovic. Not Jokic, Jovic. Our rookie. Our rookie, man. He looks good. A lot of people didn't expect him to even be playing. Probably end up in the G League this year. But Nothing. he's looking like he's forcing Spolstra to have to give him some playtime, man. He's looked good this preseason. He's young. He hasn't even graduated high school yet because he went straight to the draft. He was And he was drafted with the 28th pick. And you know Miami likes those low draft picks. They, they develop players to be something... And no one ever thought they would be. Because look at Max Struess. Who was Max Struess before he got to Miami? No one. He gets to Miami and he gets a starting job. So what can, what can the development team of the Heat do with Jovic? He's going to be great. He won't be in the rookie of the year uh, running because there's still people like, um, uh, Ch- not Chet Hogan, but Paolo Banquero, there's Jabari Parker, Jabari Smith, I mean. There's, yeah. there's plenty of people out there, but Jovic will have a very good season just on the quiet side. Yeah, man. There's a lot of room to grow with him also. It's exciting to see a young prospect like that. He's only 19 years old. He's young, he, really young. So, bro, he, man, his shot's amazing. He has a nice shot. He's a nice shot. He looks, he he's like almost a floor general. He looks, he reminds me a lot of Luca. I know it's a big thing, but... I, we can one can hope but that I he turns it. out to be just a sliver of that would be amazing for the Miami Heat. I f- I hope he becomes a better Duncan Robinson. That's because he is bigger than Duncan Robinson. He does look stronger than Duncan Robinson. He looks more agile than Duncan Robinson. Because Duncan Robinson is a one trick pony. He got paid those ninety million because he can shoot the ball lights out. But so can Jovic, and Jovic is taller and he's probably more agile on defense. So do we see Jovic getting a Duncan minutes? Or, I don't know, he, he is going for that spot. He's going to have to play because in training camp and in the preseason, he was balling out. Yeah, man, let's just hope. And speaking of Duncan Robinson, what's he going to be this season? Is he even going to get any play time? He used to be our shining light at the three-pointer. We were, oh, my God, the guy was a he sniper. Was a sniper, and 
I think the league has figured him out. Because when we go back to the bubble, no one could, for some reason, no one can guard his off-ball movement. And when he came off a screen, it was automatic. But in the 2021 season, we got a little glimpse of what defenses can do to Duncan Robinson because he can't really dribble. He can't put the ball on the floor. So if they're going to try to force him off the three-point line. And once you do that, Duncan Robinson really doesn't do anything else for the team. Yeah, if he hasn't improved his defense and his ball handling, I don't really see his place for him on the team, on the roster right now, getting any play time, especially with a young stud like Jovich coming up. He can he can take those minutes really fast if Duncan Robinson isn't doing anything to change his game right now. You saw it in the playoffs. And he played great the first game against the Atlanta Hawks, but the rest of the playoffs, his minutes drastically went down because he became a liability on defense. With the Heat, if you can't play defense, you can't really play because... Yeah, you can have Duncan Robinson out there and try to hide him. But when you play teams like the Sixers or the Nets where everyone can do something on offense, he becomes unplayable. All right, we got first game of the season coming up. Chicago Bulls with not 100% roster. Um, Lonzo Ball still out with that knee injury lingering. Been Don't whole, know what's wrong with that. Been a whole whole season and a half that he's been out with it. He went out last January and just no one, no one knows what's going on with his knee. Not even specialists. Or like I can't figure it out. So I, I pray he gets better because with the, without the Bulls without him, their defense is top. It's like bottom ten in the league. Yeah, lose, not having him on the court definitely hurts them. And they got Zach Levine, Demar, Goran Dragic coming back, playing facing the Heat. We got, got a little bit of a homecoming there. We got the go Alex Caruso visiting Miami. I can't wait to see him play. Yeah, honestly, it's a solid first game matchup. The Bulls, we've had we've been able to do pretty good against the Bulls the last couple of times, ten and two. 10 and 2, those losses coming at sh- close games. Yeah, it's just Miami's really had their number for the past couple of years. You got, you know, even last season, when the Bulls were on top of the East for the first half, Miami beat them all four times. So the Bulls really pose no threat to us. Yeah, man. So then we got Friday, we got that big rematch, the Eastern Conference Finals rematch against the Celtics. It's going to be a great game i can guarantee you that. in miami i believe right it is in miami in miami where, where the celtics have beat miami four out of the last six times in the past four years so we got to see how it goes and in total the he haven't really been able to beat the celtics led by J- jason tatum they're five and eight so we got we got to see how this comes out man is jimmy butler gonna go off for revenge after after that game seven loss at home we don't know yeah man i'm, I'm tired of jimmy butler having to carry all the weight man <laughs> let's have the rest of the team actually show up to a game against the Celtics, man. The Celtics look good. They got picked up Malcolm Brogdon, signed Blake Griffin. They look they look solid. They look solid. They've definitely improved from they got before. Better. They got better they than got last better. season. Well, so we, well, we didn't make that many changes to our roster. We just got see? healthier. We'll get, a, we'll get a nice look of how that's going to go throughout the season. I, still early. It's an early game. Yeah, but the second game of the season. Still very important. But I believe for us to win that game, we either need Jimmy Butler to have a Jimmy Butler performance or for Bam to play aggressive. Or Tyler Hero pick up the slack for one of those two. Yeah, man, that game. What I want, I, I like I said, I just want to see a whole team performance. I want, I want Jimmy to be facilitating, scoring, because I think that's when we're best. When Jimmy's aggressive, whenever Jimmy's aggressive, it sets the tone for the rest of the team. Exactly. So that's what I want to see. I want to see the whole team. Obviously, Bam, Hero. Once, if Jimmy Butler doesn't have a good game, you can say goodbye to that game because it it just seems that like the energy of the team goes down with Jimmy Butler and goes up with Jimmy Butler. He's like a heart and soul of the team. Yeah, 100%. And then we'll wrap up we wrap off the weekend with um the Raptors. The Raptors. Raptors have Scotty decent Barnes. over the year. 
They have the they have the impressive rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes. They have also uh, Fred Van Vliet. They have Pascal Siakam. They have a good squad. I don't know if they have a good enough squad to beat us, but you never know what can happen. This is NBA basketball. Weirder things have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how they look. It's always a fun. It's always a good game against the Raptors either way. We, so we have a solid. We have a solid little first three games of the season this week coming up. All Eastern, all Eastern Conference contenders. If we're being honest, there's nine teams in the East that can make the playoffs, and only eight can make it. Definitely one of the deepest conferences right now. So it's anybody's game to be honest in the Eastern Conference. Yep. With that, we'll wrap up the first episode of Heat Wave. I'm Sebastian Cuervo once again. I'm Pablo Hernandez. And thank you guys for listening. Have a nice day.